The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Welcome, 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 everybody. Today is another fun Monday, and I'm so excited to talk about our wonderful, wonderful show tonight because, you know, we have seen the shows, the shows, the shows. These guys go in and ladies go in and they buy these, you know, auctions. They auction off these storage lockers and they go in and you're like so excited to see what they found and what they're going to sell it for. And it's so exciting and you see these shows getting bigger and bigger. But we have somebody here and her name is Danny Ackerman and she has been selling online since 1998. She's been an e-commerce seller working her way from hobby selling to supporting her family during some really rough times. And we know like we've all been there, done that, right? I mean, we have all been there. So first of all, if you're not in our chat room, you need to get in here. Just go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link up above. And when you get in here, go ahead and hit that forward slash. You know, that's the one down in the bottom right of your keyboard next to the shift button. Type in that little forward slash and then type in N-I-C-K space and then whatever you want your nickname to be. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, paste that into our chat room so that way you've got it there. And let me introduce and welcome Danny Ackerman. How are you tonight? Hey, I am good. Good. We are so excited to have you here. I mean, we watch these shows and it's so exciting to see what's going on and see like the bidding process and to find out what's inside these lockers. So how long have you been purchasing these delinquent storage lockers? Because that's how they become available for sale. People don't pay their bills, right? That's correct. It's the storage facility's way of getting their property back, which is the actual empty unit. So to do that, they have to auction off the contents. So basically, you're paying them to clean them out. Um, And I got started in this about, oh, a little over six years ago. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. So um, have you... You know, how has all of these reality TV shows changed the business? Because I'm assuming, you know, I I remember when poker started getting real popular on TV, you see this mad dash of people coming to the poker tables and, you know, because they saw it on TV and now they want to play. Have you seen the same thing with the storage locker auctions as well? Oh, yeah. it's It kind of went crazy. And I got to tell you, the people that were – really hardcore into it and really making their livings have had a real hard time adjusting because it really did bring more people out in droves and a lot of um, uneducated uh, people coming out that just did nothing but drive prices up and uh, it's been a a little bit harder competition-wise now to get those good lockers. 
Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. You know, I, I kind of relate it to that poker because, you know, they would be, watch on TV. They'd watch like this big poker player play a 7-2 offsuit, which is, so. you know, this is the worst hand you can possibly go in with, you know, but they watch them win all this big money. And what they don't realize is that, you know, you're you're playing this hand when it's the absolute right time to go in and you've waited your turn and, you know, you, you feel the table out. And then you get these TV players that come in and every other hand they're going to play that 7-2 offsuit because they saw it on TV. Right, <laughs> so I'm assuming exactly. it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and you got to remember, you know, the TV, that's all edited down to a half hour or hour show and they've got to make it entertaining. So, of course, every locker they, you know, they buy is going to have like great stuff in it. <laughs> right. They probably don't show all the uh, horrible lockers that come with absolutely nothing in it, right? <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> right, right. So um, now did you work um, for an actual auction company? I did. I actually got to work for an auction house. And and a lot of these are run by auctioneers who have an actual uh, building where they hold actual auctions. And I was the manager for uh, an auction house down in Tucson, and, and one of their sidelines was doing these storage locker auctions. So I really got to learn a little bit more about the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on before you ever get to sale day, which was really fun. Oh, yeah. So what are some of the things that you got to learn that maybe us regular folks may not know about? <laughs> so the process is pretty much the same no no matter what state you're in. There's, there's little differences. Um, down in Arizona, uh, they would have this real strict process about – Cutting the locks, and and this is done. See, the TV shows show them cutting the locks right there. That's not mm-hmm. how it's done. The locks are cut like a week or two weeks in advance, and mm. it's a filmed process for for most part. Um, when the professional auctioneers are doing the lock cuts, they are videotaping it to keep everything on the up and up because nobody is allowed to go in that unit. The contents do still belong to the person who rented the unit up until the point where they are auctioned off. So you're not allowed to, you know, go in, look in any boxes and and do all that stuff. Now, there are some unscrupulous auctioneers out there that um, do go in and do things they're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. They will eventually be caught. I mean, that's a big Um, Mm no-no. But, you know, just finding out that there are, you know, different auctioneers do different things and then kind of learning to find those signs is always good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Craig's been asking some great questions here in the chat room that, Craig, I promise I've been copying and pasting these questions and I promise you we are going to get to them because they are so good. Now, um, what would you tell someone who's brand new to storage locker auctions and they're just getting started? What would you tell them that that they really, you know, what's some advice or something they need to be careful of? Well, the first thing I say is don't go out the first time thinking you're going to buy a, a unit. You need to go and kind of get the flow of how it works and the pace of things. And every auctioneer is different. So, uh, a lot of people will find an auctioneer that they like to follow and stick with their style and know them and build that relationship, but really learn how the whole process works And because you can get very caught up in the moment, and before you know it, you've spent hundreds or thousands of dollars and go, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets exciting, I bet. 
Oh, yes. The adrenaline flows. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, comparing it to poker, you know, you've got $200 in front of you and you get all excited and you get like hooked on a pair of jacks and you completely forget that somebody else is holding aces. So you have to be careful. (laughs) You got to be careful with this stuff, you know, and I could see it being very exciting because it's going fast and it's going quickly and you're, you know, without really thinking about it, you know, I'm sure one of the things you really want to do is make sure you know exactly how much you want to spend before all that bidding gets started, right? Yeah, and that can be a really tough thing to do because you get about five minutes, if that, to once they open that door, you can look from the doorway. You can't touch anything. You can't poke any boxes. You have to just kind of go off what you see and what you kind of think might be in there, and that's where you can get an edge. Yeah, absolutely. And Joyce, I agree. Any kind of auction can get people excited. I mean, that's the purse. That's the the um, the purpose of it. You know, they're talking fast and they're getting excited and they want you to get excited and they want your heart to start racing and get all into it. And without thinking, you're going a thousand. <laughs> I, I, I haven't been because I'm afraid it will be like, like poker. I would get addicted. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it is truly treasure hunting. It's treasure hunting at its finest. Oh, I bet. I bet. All right, so we have lots more questions. And again, Craig, I promise we're going to get to your question too. But let's go ahead and just take a real quick break. And we're going to come back and we're going to learn a little bit more about what we should be bringing with us when we go to bid on a unit. And also, what are some interesting things that Danny has found in storage lockers too? So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. 
your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. And if you're not in our chat room, you need to come in. Just go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link. And when you get in here, make sure to change your nickname. All you have to do is click the forward slash. Remember, that's the one by the shift button. And then type in Nick, N-I-C-K, and then type in your name. And that's it. Uh, back forward slash Nick space bar and your name. That's it. Then we'll know who you are. So let's continue. We are getting some great advice from Danny Ackerman. We're talking about storage locker auctions. So tell me if I wanted to go down to the local um, storage auction or auction lockers, man, I am like my all day to day tongue tied. <laughs> I all day. I woke up at 615 and it just started all day and it's been going all day. So what should I bring with me? If I plan on not only bidding, but also possibly buying a unit. Okay. Well, the first thing you're going to need is cash. Um, I have not yet been to one that takes anything other than cash. No checks, no charge. You have to have hard, cold cash. And so that kind of sets your budget too, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. You want to have cash. If you have a resale license, you'll want to bring that because many of the places now charge sales tax. Um, That will keep you from paying that. And then you will need locks because once you win an auction, it is your unit. So if you do not have a lock to put on it, you have no way to protect the contents. Um, So you want to have two or three padlocks with you to put on the unit after you end up buying it. Mm -hmm. Um, A flashlight. Definitely have a flashlight or stand next to somebody who has a really good flashlight when you're looking (laughs) in the unit. I used to do that. Those guys had these big old high-powered ones. I'd always just kind of stand next to them and see what they were flashing in at. Wow, that's so smart. And I've watched the show, but I never remembered the flashlight part. Good. That's a good one. Okay. All right. And that's really important because sometimes, you know, you're only looking from the door, and if it's a big, filled, deep locker, there's little hidden crevices, and if you can shine a light and catch something that nobody else saw, that can be one of your ways to have an edge. Ah, definitely want to be looking for that. Yeah, absolutely. Some good tips. And then the lock, of course, because that's yours. Now, question, once you put that lock on the door and it becomes your locker, um, how long do you have to clear it out? Well, most places give you um, either to the end of the day, the same day, or some will give you to the next day. Mm. Um, so definitely want to be prepared to get back there and get that locker cleaned out. Uh, some facilities will rent the unit by the day to give you some time. But then, of course, you're going to be putting more money into it. So definitely want to try to be ready to get the contents out um, same day or by the next day. Mm, that makes sense. So make sure you have plenty of time if you're going to be buying. <laughs> Don't schedule things back to back to back, in other words. Okay, so what are some cool things that you have found in a storage locker? Oh, gosh, it's been so fun, especially before all the all the storage uh, shows came on. I, I found some really great stuff. Um, uh-huh. One of my best finds, and, and uh, some of you guys have heard this story before, but it's just such a great story. Uh, 
we bought this locker based on wanting the the shelving that we saw in it. It was all lined with this metal, like commercial grade shelving. Mm-hmm. And I needed it for my garage to get my, my stuff organized. And so we kind of counted it up and figured, okay, we'd spend about 400 bucks if we were to buy this at the store. We were so blinded by anything else in that. We just saw this shelving. So we ended up getting the locker for $400. We were right at the edge of almost not getting it, and then we got it. So we start cleaning this thing out, and the first thing, my husband grabs this 165-piece craftsman tool set, new, never opened. Uh, then I found all this artwork. It was um, like really well-known artists, Bev Doolittles and um, Howard Terpnings, which are really well-known Southwest artists. Um, that was good. But then the greatest thing was this locker had the contents of a woman who had worked for NASA all during the space shuttle program. Oh. Oodles and oodles of her stuff in there. So I had all all this provenance to go with all of these signed photos of astronauts. And oh. I I can't even I just, I made so much money off of that locker, 4 or 5,000 at least. And then we moved and I had one more little box left of papers and stuff to go through that I just I was I was tired of NASA stuff. And my husband was like I was going to throw it away. And he's like, no, 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 you better go through it. So I moved it. It sat for another couple months. And I finally, I got to it. I'm going through. There's some more signed, you know, autographs. And there was one of Neil Armstrong. Now, oh. if you know anything about Neil Armstrong, he doesn't sign anything. He wouldn't even sign checks. So to get something with his authentic signature is really valuable. And I started that sucker on eBay at $9.99. Not really knowing, you know, if it was legit or not. Had a feeling it was because of the rest of the locker, and I gave all that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched that soar to $2,550. Oh, how cool. For one how picture cool. in a locker. <laughs> yes. Aren't you glad you didn't throw that away? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been heartbreaking. Oh, my goodness. Now, Joyce had a great question that she wants to know. Approximately how many lockers do you think you've bought over the years? That's probably a really hard question. Ah, uh, you know, we'd go and get probably one or two a month for, you know, four or five months out of the year and then kind of work on that stuff through some of the and it was in Tucson, of course, that we we didn't go through the summer because it was too hot. Um, so mostly did our buying during the winter months. So whatever that adds up to. <laughs> wow, wow! So lots of experience, lots and lots of experience. Now, Craig was asking: Is there a general list of these auctioneers and when the sales are going to be held? Great question, Craig. Yeah, and um, I, I pointed out to him that great place to find the auctioneers is through a site called auctionzip.com and because you can put in your zip code and then find all the auctioneers listed you know within a certain distance from you and if you call many of them they do handle storage lockers Um, another way is just to call some of the facilities around you and ask them who handles your storage locker auctions and usually Mm. that auctioneer has a whole string of ones that they do yeah, absolutely. And then get go on and go on and go on and go on. Yeah, absolutely. And then Craig also asked, um, what are the percentages of loss to gain 
based on the buys of these lockers. Now, I'm sure, um, as Kat would say, it depends, but what would you say would be kind of a general feel for that? Yeah, it, it totally depends, but you can learn things that will up your odds. There mm-hmm. are signs that, that tend to go with better contents in a locker and, and things to watch out for. for. So um, I, I don't think I ever lost money on a locker. Some I broke even on, but I never lost money on them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and and those tips I'm sure come after after doing this for a while. You learn a little bit more. You, you know, you're you're getting the hang of things, and um, I'm sure you also the the different types of places you're going to are different locations. You're also learning more about that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would assume in different locations you're going to have a little bit different, different feel of products than other locations too. Yeah, and that's that's so true. I, you know, there was uh, there was one facility that was next to a fairgrounds where they did flea markets, and that one always had lockers that had somebody's inventory in it. Um, did that many times. Yeah, that's a good one to be picking up. Absolutely. All right. So if you have more questions for Danny, please get them in our chat room right now. We're going to take a real quick break. Um, But we have more questions of our own, too. So don't be worried if you ain't got any. We sure do. All right. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. In 500 yards, C-P-A Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. 
You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Danny Ackerman. And if you're not in our chat room, there's a really great discussion going on. And Danny, I did not know this. So Louis the Seller said, um, you know, are you bidding like the guy that goes, yep. And you said um, that that's not allowed. Is that correct? Well, it's, it's allowed. It's just not a good practice. Um, good that guy practice. is actually okay. a real auctioneer, and he knows better than this. But you will never see at, a, at one of the big auction houses, the, the people that are calling those bids, they're doing it very quickly. Yep. You want to get it out there, get it known, uh, because the longer you give people to think about that next bid, the more likely they are not to bid. So uh, he's giving that competition time to even think about whether they want to bid against him or not. Um, yeah, and it's just not a good practice. If you're going to bid, do it quick. Oh, excellent advice. Excellent. See, y'all, we are learning things already. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, so what would you say would be one tip that you can give on maybe what to look for when that door opens up and they're looking at this unit that somebody has unfortunately... They didn't pay up, and now it could be possibly all theirs. So something to look for. As I mentioned earlier, how the auction company comes out and cuts those locks beforehand. So a lot of times what will happen, they'll cut the lock, it goes delinquent, and then the people come and they pay up. And this can happen several times. So one of the things you want to look for, if there are multiple cut locks laying on the floor when they open that door, that generally means somebody's had chance to get in there, however many times you see locks there, to get their valuables out. So the more locks on the floor, the less likely there's going to be good stuff in that locker. Oh, wow. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, um, where uh, where would you suggest if you, you know, you've got these products and, and you, you find all these great items, where do you suggest would be like the best place to sell these items? Oh, my gosh. Where, wherever you sell. Um, yeah. We used to take the larger items and clothing and things to the local flea market and we'd sell mm-hmm. them that way. I've sold a lot of stuff on eBay. And gosh, now with uh, Amazon and FBA, you know, there's there you can find everything to sell in those lockers. It's it's amazing. Oh, that's wonderful! Absolutely wonderful. So um, we know that you wrote an ebook on storage locker auctions. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I wrote storage lockers for fun and profit, and I did that after all of these shows came out, and there was so many people wanting to go and and buy these lockers because I don't like to see people get burned and spend money they don't have to spend. Um, So I have given all of my tips on things to look for and, and how to determine what kind of a price you want to pay for a locker. Mm, wonderful, wonderful advice. And of course, I think probably the best advice I have heard tonight be to just go and listen and look and um, try it out yourself before you get in there and start bidding and buying and doing all that other stuff first. Just go and watch. Absolutely. And kind of stand back and watch too and watch some of the personalities and how how people are doing it. You can tell the pros from the newbies for sure. And uh, sometimes, you know, they'll even let you maybe kind of hang around a little after they buy something and you can see if your gut was right about whether that was a good locker or not. 
Oh, absolutely wonderful. That that would be fun and interesting to kind of check out and see what's in there and, and how you would have done. Oh, absolutely fun. Well, Danny, I can't thank you enough for being here with us. I, I was on your website and I happened to see some videos that you had done as well that they're, they're just absolutely fun. Um, great advice too. Where can people go to find more of the videos and the books and more great information and get to know you a little bit more? I've got my site over at www.thedannyapp.com, and I do a video newsletter every week. I have a written newsletter, and I give lots of cool tips and information. Wonderful. And and for those of you listening to us, Danny is spelled D-A-N-N-I. So that is the Danny, D-A-N-N-I-A-P-P.com. That way we can make sure you get there. We'll have a replay of our show on our blog tomorrow. And of course, you can always download on iTunes and listen every week. And I do hope you'll be here next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. We are going to have the Pay It Forward Chronicles guy, Chuck Chuck Hester, apologize. We're going to be talking about using LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you know, it's a great tool to help you build up sales and build up good karma and build up, you know, all that good stuff. But Danny, thank you so much. I had a great time. Um, I'm like, I'm like, I want to go check this out one day and just go look. I'm not ready to do buy or none of that, but I just want to go watch one day. <laughs> well, come to Philadelphia for the eBay on location. We're going to do a little workshop going to some storage lockers there. Are you really? Like yeah. live going to real ones and checking live. them out? Yep. Oh, how fun. That is That sounds so fun. Oh, my goodness. All right. So there you have it. If you really want to get in eBay live on location, they're going to actually do that. That is so cool. I haven't heard of that yet. So that is very, very cool. All right, everybody have a wonderful Monday night. Danny, thank you again. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, everybody. I will see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. 